Real rerun starting. Sorry. Hey guys, um, uh, welcome to the latest episode of Real Rewind. I'm your host, Colin, joined by George. Right. No noise? Yeah. And my Alex. Wax on? Wax off. Okay, I didn't make a noise because I was leaving the way for Alex to make a racist Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, I don't even... <laughs> like, I was... impersonation. I just said, I just said I know, but that's, that's, that's why I didn't for. say anything, because I thought it was coming. So I'll... I was like, I'll let this sit, just so we can... <laughs> I was right Thanks, with... guys, I appreciate that. Well, I thought George could do it. Yeah, that's why I did. Yeah, I, I, was like... I was waiting for George to, to say to it, send it to through me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> Jeez, thank you for that. Appreciate well, that one. It wasn't me, it was George. I mean, I, was, I threw I George in and then George threw you I also didn't so. do it, I just said the line. I didn't do any well, action. Deep down you did it, so yeah, you racist. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. What? <laughs> that's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> anyway, for this week's film review... Um, Alex looks so sad. If this week's film review, uh, it is not, it, it is 1984's uh, the, uh, the Karate Kid, which is... Uh, 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 written by, written by uh, uh, Mark Carmen and directed by uh, uh, John G. Avidson. I probably got butchered all the names here as a normal. And it stars uh, uh, Ralph Macchio as as Dan Luiso and Pat Morita as as Mr. Miyagi, and tells the story of um, uh, a boy that uh, that moves to uh, California with his mother, and then quickly find himself like um, faces a victim of, bully, of bullying, and. And for George's time, uh, he befriends uh, Mr. Miyagi, who is a repairman um, at the uh, sort of hotel or motel where he lives. And, um, it's, it's apartment flats, isn't it? Apartment flats, yeah. And um, and uh, he happens to be a, a, like a a, um, a a martial arts master. And then he teaches uh, uh, Daniel uh, martial arts to then sort of fight back against the bullies and then go. I probably said the wrong thing here. He ends up going into into a, in, like having to be in a in a competition, sort of fighting against the bullies and sort of you know show who he is. They go to a karate competition yeah. because they essentially are like, we will be honourable and fight there. Yes, that's where you they, they settle the disputes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, if it gets correct. So George seen this film before. Alex, was your first time watching it? Yeah, my first time watching it. So I'm curious, Alex, what is your thoughts on this film? To start with, I really liked it. Actually, uh, like I wasn't expecting it to be bad or anything at all. But I actually really, really. Um, it's not perfect. There are a couple of little things, but for the majority, I thought it was really enjoyable. Uh, I really like the, the characters. Like I really like their relationship. Um, yeah. I yeah yeah. As, as my initial sum up, I really like. Cool. Uh, um. Uh, so George, uh, 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 what are your thoughts on the Karate Kid? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat with Alex. Of I think that, yeah, I mean, it's it's to a degree, it's kind of like a stereotypical story, but I think it is done really well and it's kind of simple. And I think, like, it's well written and well shot. But I think the main thing that carries it through is I think, like Ralph Macchio and Pat Morita, their chemistry. You know? They have great chemistry, but also like, um, like the character of Daniel is like pretty charismatic and kind of like effortlessly charming, and I think that kind of carries through to everyone. I think like I don't necessarily know if everyone does a stellar performance, but I think that like Elizabeth Shue is fantastic and is great. I think that like 
even kind of his like his mum, who I can tell you who is played by. Then like um, that is um, uh, uh, Wandy Heller. Randy or Randy? What is R A R A N D E E? Randy, Randy. I think that's Randy. I'm assuming. Randy. Anyway, but I like I, I think she's genuinely like again maybe doesn't do a stellar performance, but comes in and is charming and mm. supportive and does a great job. And I think that like everyone just does pretty well with what they're given. But I think that's the main carrying mm. of this of the film. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, like, so, yeah, of course, like, the main reason I picked this film is because, um, of course, uh, Cobra Kai put, put on Netflix, so I thought I'd the opportunity to sort of look back at the Karate Kid again, because they, they sort of say, like, this film leads on specifically from the first film, not necessarily the whole trilogy. Because or... there's two more Karate Kids, aren't they? Technically three, three more. more, but then... Three more? Yeah, the, it's, it's a fourth from way trains to go. It's called the next Karate Kid, but we don't talk, we don't talk about that. Um, it's not that bad. Okay. Do you, like, you like it? It's not terrible. Not great either. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's like the Karate Kid is kind of like a pretty simple, like again, it is pretty formulaic. Of it, it's directed by the guy who did Rocky, and the story is basically Rocky, and yeah, so it's like it. yeah. it's not the most unique original film of all time. I think that like the characters do most of like the heavy lifting, and I do think it is like well shot and well paced, and, like that sort of thing, but. Hmm. Yeah, it's not ground. But... I say, well, like, I must say, like, my, my, my favorite character in this film is Miss Miyagi. I, I, I love the, the dynamic yeah. between him too. It's just he's just so good, and I just love as well how like he's just a nice character. He's also I love how he's just nice and also a bit of an asshole as well, but in a good way. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, I know he's training him, but like in all fairness, he did it. You just make this kid just paint all his stuff and like fix it, like do everything for him. It was it was funny. I was I was watching this film and like I you know you know where it's going of like you know wax on wax off paint the face paint the hat. Uh, scrub the, the the deck or whatever it is. I'm like, inevitably, at some point, this kid is going to flip and be like, what am I doing? And that's when he'll be like, which is exactly what happens, where he'll be like, ah, and now you have all of these skills. You're just not aware of it yet. But like that kid goes a long way before having that breakdown. Like, yeah, he paints true. the house, he paints the fence, he does the deck, he does the whole thing of the the, all the parked cars. And I'm like, if that was me, I would don't think I'd have got to the end of the cars before fixing my shit. Yeah, so... Yeah, he did get a free car out of it, which is, you know, that's a pretty nice present. You've got a friend. Yeah. It's Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, well, it's kind of like a father thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly that, yeah. Mm. Yeah, he, he was really good. One thing I find interesting in this film, I can't tell you, I didn't know, when um, I just didn't click how old the actor was, um, where Machio was in, in this film. Yeah, you were saying he's like twenty one, is it? Twenty two in, in this, yeah. and he, he looks like fifteen. It, it's yeah, it's amazing, really. He does a mm. young George, to be fair. He does, but he's also playing a high schooler in an eighties movie that you know. No, but he, he never... and also he done films before this as well. Yeah, but it's mm. like, yeah, but it's, I know you mean by like his high school, like him playing high schooler, but he doesn't look. Like normally, these pools look like they. It does look pretty young, but again, yeah. it's also a thing of like, he looks pretty young, but then also being like, oh, he's twenty one. I'm like, yeah. If you were been like he's thirty, I would have been like, oh, that's surprising. The fact that he's like twenty two, three years older than he's supposed to be. I'm like, okay, sure, five. <laughs> like, that's not that. Again, like Elizabeth Shue is older, and I think the youngest one is the bully kid. Uh, oh, uh, like uh, William Zabka, yeah. 
yeah, I think that like he's the youngest of them. But yeah, I don't know. I, I it did strike. He did. He does look the part. But also, I was like, he's probably older. Oh, no, They're um, big, twenty one. I'm like, yeah. I think Elizabeth Shue is actually she's actually eighteen in this. I think she's more the age. I don't know. She is. I, think I, think she she is. Is. I would say. She... Yeah, I would say she looks the oldest. She, yeah, she's she, young she, people in this. She's nineteen, but she, she's definitely younger than Ralph Macchio. Yeah. I think she's like twenty-one. No, she wasn't. Yeah. She was like nineteen. I don't think I'm she Jack is. It now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. this was filmed in what eighty-three, and she was born in sixty-three, so she's twenty. And twenty-one when this came out, so she's twenty-one. Twenty. 20. Yeah. Twenty. Elizabeth Shue is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's really good in this, and I spent like half the film being like, I know I've seen her in something. Like, I realized that obviously she'd probably be much older in whatever I saw her in. Then realized she's Madeline Stillwell in The Boys. And it's like, oh! Cause well, also, she's Jennifer in Back to the Future 2 and 3. Yeah. And she's in uh, Adventures yeah, yeah. in Babysitting and in Cocktails. She had a fantastic run in the 80s. <laughs> mm. And she's great in this. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, was, uh... I would say my only. They're, they're not even big things. The only thing in this film is the... I wasn't... Not not a big fan, mm. but like... I thought the, the mum kind of just seems to disappear halfway through. And I think mm. that's because they, they kind of concentrate on him and Mr. Miyagi. And then you... Uh, yeah, Elizabeth Shue and all of that going on. She just kind of disappears at some point and then appears again at the end. Um, and the right at the end... Uh, is it... Johnny is his name, the the blonde kid. Oh, uh, John, yeah. John, John, Goes yeah. from being like, no mercy to you're all right, LaRusso, real quick. I'm like, yeah, totally forgivable because it's, you know, that kind of movie and it's the end of the film and you're like, ah. But they do go from literally being like, you know, sweep the leg of the cripple to, nah, you're all right, pal, real quick. I was going to say the same thing of like, I think the ending, like it ends so quickly. It's very abrupt. Yeah. And I feel mm. like with Johnny, I feel almost as if it would have been because also he's like when they beat him up dressed as skeletons he's the one who's like his buddy's like he's had enough he's like oh no he hasn't i'm gonna beat him and then when they go to the locker room he's like standing at the back quietly is everyone else mocking him they're they're like when they when he's like competing it's all the other people who are like you're gonna be in a body bag and he's not really doing much that weirdly he like becomes the second bully and then when they're like oh you need to sweep the leg he gives them a look of like are you sure coach and at that moment, it always seems like he should have gone like, no, I'm going to give him a fair fight. Like, stand up. Like, he gets some character development, but they just didn't have time. It feels like a very tight movie. Like, there's not a yeah. lot of, like, mm. that much, like, extra stuff. But I definitely did rewatch it again. I'm like, oh, it seems like he should have gone sweep the leg. And he sort of stood up and was like, no, I'm going to give him a fair fight. Because he does sweep the leg and do all that stuff. And at the end, just snatches the trophy. He's like, hey, you're, you're all right, kid. Yeah. Yeah. That like I think it's been years since I've seen it, but Karate Kid Two I think doesn't that start with like them in the car park and it's the teacher guy, whoever Martin Cove plays, who's like beating up Johnny and he's like, oh you came second you loser, yeah. and then like Miyagi kind of beats him up, and I feel like that was supposed to be the ending to this where they were like. Oh, we'll make it yeah. so that Johnny wasn't the real villain all along. It was yeah. the instructor. Yeah. But then yeah. they cut that. And because of that, it does definitely... I got the same thing of like, oh, it just kind of ends in the police. It's like, I'm good now. And that's it. Like, it's, it's, Yeah. yeah. 
Definitely. Well, I got to say as well, because um, again, there's something from like Cobra Kai which is surprising. So also we, we said like Johnny saw this. They really quickly said like, oh yeah, he's like, yeah, uh, 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 you're a good guy now. But in Cobra Kai, how it starts is with him like they showed the fight, and he on the floor like, doing that. You're like, like you know, like he's, he's on the floor like knocked out. Essentially, I went, that's not what happens. And then it fades out to him like you know, four thirty years later, like like a drunken that, like he's bitter for that long, going like, I ignored this because the show's pretty good ignored. But I was going like. That's not how it ended. He ended like he like got beaten and like, you know like, 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 set up like everyone sort of left the room. He's there going like I've been beaten. Oh no! And then he's like beaten yeah. for thirty years. Like, I think with the second one he then gets beaten up again in a yeah, car he park. Does. He does. So if I vaguely remember correctly, yeah, second cry kid. Quite peculiar to be fair, but um, well, I guess I, I, guess, I guess I'm overthinking it. Is the second and third, and I'm guessing not the fourth from what you said, but the second and third Karate Kids worth watching? From memory, that that's it. From memory, I remember really liking the second one because it's like a lot different, mm. and it's them. They go to Okinawa, and I think yeah. doesn't Mister Miyagi have to like? There's some guy who's like, "I'm going to kill you." So Mister Miyagi left, mm. and they go back. I can't really remember. I f- they definitely go back to Okinawa, and then the third one is basically kind of they enter a tournament again, but there's like a bad guy who's dumping toxic waste, and they go out of their way to more be like, "Here's this '80s villain." And I mainly just remember it being the film is bullies torture Danny until he d- decides to join the tournament, and then Miyagi like trains him, and then they do the tournament again. And it was like, oh, cool, okay. Oh, so it's Karate Kid one again. Yeah, Sorry. I vaguely from Karate what I remember, I remember them being enjoyable, but it's kind of like Back to the Future of like we did the first one, and the second one is like kind of out there and different. Of like, oh, now in Back to the Future we have different times and different realities and that sort of thing and Karate Kid 2 they're like we're going to go to Okinawa yeah. and then the third one they're like we're just going to do the first one again but in a slightly different context and it's like cool <laughs> yeah, yeah that actually happens a lot doesn't it that sort of you know the film is like a rehash of their but yeah that's very true but yeah also like so um, yeah both films I do both still have um, well Matthew and Pat, Pat Marita as the two, two main characters I think I think yeah. uh, William Zabka obviously like George in the second film he's not in the third one I'm fairly certain as well. Didn't like um, the director and stuff. Didn't like a lot of people return. Isn't it directed by the same guy and like produced and written by the same guy for all of them? Um, I can't remember. It, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The director for the first two, at least, are the same. Yeah, uh, it has the same screenwriter and the same director for the first three films. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it was only the fourth film that had like a bit of differences. Uh, yeah, and obviously there's, obviously there's of course the remake as well in you know, 2010, but yeah. Yeah. The Kung Fu Kid. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was basically, I it's basically Kung Fu Kid, it's not karate, but you know, we're not going there. Why didn't they just lean into that? They like they could have remade it and been like, it's, it's because it's the Kung Fu Kid. It's because everyone knows the Karate Kid is a title, so when you see it, you'd be like, oh, it's Karate Kid, I like, I like the Karate Kid, I go see the Karate Kid. Yeah. Uh, true. And it's but... the exact same story, except it's just, this, this one is in China instead of a, you know, Japanese, mm. basically. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching this and my dad came in and he's clearly seen both Karate Kids, but not in a long time. And he kept getting them confused. And he was trying to remember what was going on. And he was like, wait, this is, doesn't happen. Then he was like, wait, no, that's the one with Will Smith's kid in. Well, yeah, it's like the difference between like, you know, one's obviously like, you know, oh yeah, paint the fence. And the other one's like, it, the other one is pick, uh, pick your jacket. 
Oh yeah, because yeah. see, in the first one, oh, the first one's obviously better. Is that like, it's got like, oh yeah, do sand of the deck, do painting this, so, like the different moves and stuff. Yeah, I was like, okay, it's actually different moves. In quite in the in the remake, it's only mm. pick your jacket. It's all he does, and then from that one move, he learns everything. <laughs> oh, I watched it and went, is that how it works? No, okay, it's a film. I mean, also this is also a film. <laughs> I mean, the fact that he's like paint the fence you can li- like do that and then he goes to punch him and he suddenly blocks oh, it, no, like, but it was still well a, that's not paint the fence that's actually blocking like but, but I can see variation. where you're coming from but that still doesn't really apply oh, yeah, it's it also work. when they're like here's the crane kick and it's like oh right if you could do that there's no block and it's like there is a block you could easily block a kick it's you know you'd do it before and then every single one they're like here's now this new technique it's unblockable and then the next one they do it and they block so it's like Oh, I have to learn a new unblockable technique, and it's like <laughs> you don't really exist. You don't have crane kicks which are unblockable because everyone would just walk around crane kicking every oh, fight. One thing I do love actually, as well with this film in general, there's also the controversy about because technically there's a thing argument about if he did and 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 a illegal an illegal kick at the end when he won. Oh, did he hit him in the head? Yeah, he won the face, kicked uh, the face, which yeah, technically yeah, yeah. is an illegal kick. I don't, I don't do quite. I don't know. Apparently, it is. Controversy is like he won his site, but should he have won really? Because, yeah, the other guy what did was illegal as well, but they both did illegal. It's like, well, then both you lost, really. Yeah, mm, it was a draw. Probably That's less impressive, less impressive. Yeah, but he did kick him in the face. I was going like, which that's not allowed, but uh, it's, it's a film. I can't, I feel like he might have kicked him in the chest, but I can't remember. I'm pretty yeah. sure, I, I'm pretty sure it was in the face, but yeah, mm. either way, that a... was that was. Yeah. Another thing about this film, actually, is quite often, again, it didn't really bother me, but I did notice that at times when they're doing karate, I'm like, you clearly did not hit. You are like, again, well, that's that... but like, you are like at least a couple of centimetres away from actually hitting them. Well, that's what I noticed about Mr. Miyagi, is they're kind of like, Mr. Miyagi's is unstoppable, but it, like, no one can lay a hand on him. But in reality, he's an old man, and I think Pat Moria probably did know, Maria probably did know karate i'm assuming oh, no, before this what, but what, it definitely is a case of they punch in this old bag it's, oh, and um, they just like fall over from what we saw yeah. him um i think he yeah he did some of the scenes like that the slower scenes but he did he did, he did have a karate stunt double yeah i assume yeah. i assume everyone did this. yeah so like but yeah it, it definitely is a case of like when he's beating up those bullies it's like i, I get that you're building up he's this untouchable insanely good like Master. karate instructor, but at the same time, he's an old man moving like an old man that <laughs> probably could at least land a punch. But you know, yeah. you have to go with it. I will say this movie is actually pretty good about people getting like hurt and beat up. Mm. Like going back and watching this, it's not like someone gets kicked in the stomach and they like go down and they're like <clears throat> for ages. Which I guess in the eighties, this isn't really an eighties action movie, but. Yeah. I guess in like kind of an eighties movie, you get a lot of like, oh, he takes like nine kicks and is fine. Whereas this, like, when he gets beaten up, he does get like kicked twice and goes down, as opposed to right, over the top. Yeah, yeah, like they do a pretty good job of every like hit, every punch, whoever feels impactful to a degree. Yeah, like, all... Which is like at the end when he's like in the fight, it's like, oh, we've seen him take a bunch of punches before and he's fine. It's like, oh yeah, no, we've seen him get beat up a lot. It's, it's, it's more grounded. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's definitely. Um, 
Oh, you know, sort of like, I always find it's like, there's a, you, know, you know, a bit when they, like, he goes, sort of goes on a date with that girl, to that, like, you know, that area where all the kids can hang out. Golf and stuff. Yeah, there's like, there's like, there's like golf, there's like, you know, the arcade, there's like the mini carts. I was going, like, why have you guys got all this stuff? I was like, well, I grew up as a kid, I had nothing like that. <laughs> if you didn't grow up in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, but not, but, 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 you had a PlayStation. They didn't. Yeah, but it's just not, it's normally, look, look at it and go, like, oh, it looks so much fun. Like, I wish, wish we had stuff like that now, and now we just get nothing. Fuck it all. <laughs> I mean, we still have got like go kart tracks and theme parks. Yeah, but not like in one place. Like all this stuff. Like, yeah. True, but yeah, it's unfair. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure as well from what um, that the actual story of this is actually. Um, I think what I've seen there is um, it's actually based on the screenwriter. Is actually like it's a sort of based on an actual true story, like uh, similar but biographical. Where he was younger, when he moved, moved when he was seventeen, that he learned karate. You say you say it's semi a true story. Just, yeah. Apparently, uh, uh, Robert Mark Carmen actually, yeah, they actually ba- like he says that he was he was uh, uh, beaten up by a gang, gang of bullies, and he uh, began studying martial arts. I'm um, assuming obviously he added a Mr. Miyagi, Miyagi character to enhance the story of the film. Um, mm. Unless he did get a teacher, obviously, I, I'd probably find more about it. But yes, yeah, do you reckon? Cool. Do you reckon if this was semi-autobiographical? Do you reckon Taken was also semi-autobiographical? Because <laughs> he wrote, well, yeah, he wrote Taken. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, I'm fairly certain this guy wrote like Karate Kid and stuff, and then yeah, he did. Yeah, he went on to, and he did like the Fifth Element, which I guess is why he, like kind of was attached with like Lucy and stuff and mm. Taken. But I feel like he definitely like went on to do like Transport and Taken, a bunch of like crappy action movies. And I was like, oh, okay. God, can, you, can you imagine that? If it always films just like some back it's like, oh yeah, I learned martial arts, so I beat a bully, and then appears like, and then like ten years like I had a kid. It took a all this stuff in his life happened. It's amazing, like a, a really intense life. He's... Yeah, it's all it's all really exaggerated. So what actually happened was he took his kid to the beach uh, and he lost the kid for a couple of and found him again. But in that time, he thought his kid might have been taken. So it's semi autobiographical. This is a terrible bit when we find out it, it, it is a true story. And we're just taking the mick out of it. Probably isn't, but you know, it's like, I mean, it might be. <laughs> it I, could be. Yeah. I think this this film is obviously really well written, yeah. but I think the direction is kind of what defines this because it is like so punchy and like it's so quick edited. The, the film just ends, and I was like, oh well, they're probably like conscious of we're coming up to like a two hour runtime or whatever, or over two hours. We need to just end it so we don't have time to like stick on another scene that actually wraps everything up. Then looking back at the film, it is like well. To be honest, they are pr- there is like not a lot of like fluff on this movie, I guess, and I also think yeah. it definitely helps that the guy who directed like I think you can really tell some of the similarities with Rocky and that sort oh, of yeah. thing, both in terms of story, but also I think in terms of the direction as well of like just how they handle a lot of those sort of similar aspects and like the yeah. tournament and that sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Oh, that was the other funny thought I had about this film. Which is, I know that they want to show that, you know, Daniel gets a bit, like, excluded from everyone and he's bullied and like, it doesn't really have many friends. Um, but when he starts hanging out with those kids at the start, when they go to the beach, and then he starts the fight with Johnny. Yeah. And, like, admittedly, he does get beaten pretty badly, but it's not, like, a pathetic attempt. He does land one hit on Johnny at least. And, you know, he's trying to protect, like, protect this girl and stuff and then after his fight all of his friends like oh he couldn't even win a fight what a pussy and like 
leave. And I'm like, well, what were you lot doing? You just stood and watched. (laughs) At least he tried. You know what I was thinking? When they get to the tournament, they have all those like little mats or like the arenas with a row of seats in front of them. I keep hitting my mic if you can hear that. And I'm demonstrating what it looks like. And what I was thinking is, if you're if you're supporting a kid and he plays in one arena and then another arena, then another arena, you have to keep moving seats. It's so weird. Of like each little dojo mat has like a row of seats in front of it. But one fighter isn't going to fight on the same mat the whole time, right? Eventually, they have to move. Uh, They just move around with them, I assume. Also, when they enter, they walk like through someone else having a fight, and it was like you could go around, (laughs) Mister Miyagi. Like he he just walks blatantly through like the middle of it in front of this crowd. What you were just saying was just like a dad thing. His dad go, it's, it's like everyone can go like, oh, I've got to follow around the room. I've got to get him a seat every five minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's true. If yeah. I was sitting there with a kid and it was like, cool, my kid's fight. What? The, the next round is across the way. I guess we'll get up. But it must be that constantly. Every match must be tons of people that's, moving that's around. That's probably how karate competitions work, to be fair. Probably. I just, I've never been to one. But I just found it weird of... You can't just sit down and be in the crowd. You have to keep moving. I and then they like dismantle all of the stuff and then rebuild it all in this arena for and the in final. In the arena for the final. But did everyone just leave the room for 20 minutes while they reset everything up? They come back in? like Yeah, everyone go for lunch. Come back later. Again, that, that's probably a scene they had to cut out because it's up on time. <laughs> I mean, you probably see a bunch of people leaving. I think when they're having a discussion, you see someone move the seats, which is how I was like, oh, they just moved this, all the seating around to build it. <laughs> but, it definitely is there, there. I think this movie, there's certain degrees of like eighties datedness about it. Like there are a few elements where it's kind of like this is a eighties movie. Like the bullies being the most bullying bullies yeah. of all time. And like, well, yeah, and like Alex said about the friends being like, "Screw you, man! You're not cool anymore." When it's like. Yeah. What you do? There's a lot of like stereotypical '80s kind of stuff, but yeah. I think it's still kind of. It does feel like a film of the '80s, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Like, can you imagine like, now, like, they say like everyone's scoring, like I got beat up, and then you guys go, "You pussy, not really yeah. friends anymore." Yeah, wow. Yeah, Callum gets in a fight, and rather than helping, we just stand and watch. And then when he loses that fight, we're like, "Yeah, what a twat," and just leave. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. the 80s. The thing is, I can imagine yeah. Alex being like, yeah. you, you, you were trying to help. I can literally you so much you were standing there going, you little puss. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to persuade you by just shouting at you. You're like, you come angry. on, you can do it. Do it like you talk. Wait, don't do it like you talk. <laughs> There's also moments yeah. where Daniel is the dumbest person ever. Yeah. And like when he's like, my name is Miyagi, and he's like, got it, Mr. Miyagi, and it's like, he just said his name. It's not even a hard name. Yeah. There's a bunch of moments like that where someone will say something and Daniel will get it entirely wrong, and it's like, come on, bro, I know you're doing that to, like, stress a point or to, like, build character, but also, come on. But again, I think that's just, like, 80s comedies kind of yeah. writing, I guess. Again, it feels very 80s, but that's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's just a film. Of, it's definitely a film of its time, but it still holds up. Now. To me, it's sort of fun film. Oh yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. So so um yeah. So if, if you guys like rate this one out of five, what do you guys give it? Start with um, Alex, what's your rating of it? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for a high one. Go for... So I don't think it came through. 
Oh, sorry. I'm going to go for a high rating and go for fast. Do you as well? Well, I heard far. So <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I heard, whoa, far and day hard. Okay. Sorry, okay. my microphone has decided just to not. I promise the viewers we have high, we have the most advanced equipment possible for a podcast. <laughs> Alex's review is far. Far. <laughs> far, far, far. <laughs> that was the rating that came through. George, uh, uh, what was yours out of far? Uh, I would say mine would be flea out of. <laughs> no, I would say it's a four. Wait, That's wait, my score. Wait, Alex, you just give it a five? No, you give it four, four and a half. Oh, and a half. Oh, nice. Right. <laughs> George, I'm, I'm with you and we also give it a four. Yeah. It's a great film, great film. It's just a, it's a, it's a nice, easy film to watch, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Again, I think there are like issues with it of it does feel dated and it does feel a bit cliche and stuff, but I think it's overall well made and I do think that both leads are very charismatic and have very good mm. relationships that so they kind of yeah. just carry a, carry through a lot of all of that stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so um, yeah, so uh, for, for listeners, um, uh, that was our, that was our review of Karate Kid. We give it like sort of average four, four and a half stars. We give it like sort of around there. Yeah, for all of us. Yeah. And um, yeah, so overall, it's really good for you to watch uh, on Netflix. It's still there. I'm pretty sure you want to watch the Karate Kid Part Two and Three on Amazon Prime. I believe I definitely saw Part Two on there. Part Two is on there. I have watched the first episode of Krabby Kai. I'd say so far it's pretty good. I can't vouch for the whole series, but I still probably recommend watched, watching it. I've heard good, good things, good reviews, so hopefully you guys enjoyed that as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was our review. And our next week's pick goes to Alex. Alex, what's our, what are we reviewing next week? I have picked, again, I've done my usual and picked a film I've heard good things and wanted to watch, but I haven't got around to yet. So I'm going to pick Black Klansman. Ooh. That's on Netflix. It is on Netflix, should you wish to watch along. Nice, yeah. I think like that came out. Was, was it was it last year? Pretty sure. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like the last couple or year of years. Before. Like. I don't know. I don't know. I what think it, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it the year before? Twenty eighteen? Yeah. I think I bought the blue uh, one at uni. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Either way, yeah, that's gonna be our film review next week. Uh, everyone, uh, thanks yeah. for listening. Please let us know your thoughts, comments on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We'd love to know what you think. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, thank you for listening. We'll see you next episode. See you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Don't wave, Alex. Thank you for listening to Real Rewind, where you can tune into new episodes every Monday and Wednesday on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Anchor, and Radio Public. Please follow Real Rewind on Facebook at The Real Rewind on Twitter and Real underscore Rewind on Instagram. See you soon.